Team Rebatol Edition 195. Once again with Sifu Boggy, Chai Ilin with Sifu. Join the team as we catch up with an awesome and enigmatic character who happens to be a Taoist master, aliens, grand conjunctions, and the way. Oh my. Well met, Sifu Boggy. Hello and welcome. I was trying to do a wordplay with Chi, chi and Illin, Chillin. <laughs> he said Chai, it made me think of Chai tea, but I So I guess I shouldn't have done that, Raphael. My bad. It's actually, yeah, it's obviously Chi, but for some reason this combination. And the way you wrote it actually in German, Chillin, is literally a slang term for smoking weed. So, yeah. Whatever, oh, perfect. Whatever. Well, Sifu Bogey, uh, very good to have you back, Boggy. Um, so the, uh, card for this episode 195 is actually going to reduce to six, the lover's card, which isn't very surprising. Um, it's a Gemini card, but duality is very, uh, much represented in this card. I am the gateway to divine love. This is about seeking connection with others, blending opposing ideas into one, making a choice and accepting yourself as you are giving and receiving freely. Raphael, what would the angel be? We have... In this case, angel number nine, the angel of divine mercy and forgiveness, a cherubim. This angel helps you attain the grace of God, dominates kindness and reconciliation, influences the words given to others and agreements made in earnest, and facilitates easy financial gains for innocent people. It is the angel Aziel. And the affirmation goes, I experience the love that gives a feeling of abundance to share with no fear of running out. Well, I'm wondering, Sifu, between the lover's card and that angel card, uh, if there were any resonances for you. Uh, well, well, I will firstly say about uh, Ellen, um If that if that's a weed, a lot of people say when they talk to me, they get pretty high, and uh, and a lot a lot of the qigongs I teach make people uh, uh, quite authoric as well. Um, as for the cards, well, the the lovers is very always a very interesting card because it is that play between yin and yang, the, the divine feminine and the divine masculine. <clears throat> always remembering that these are not actually these are not actually male or female, these are energies. So sometimes the lover's card can actually also represent yourself. So it's you know it's actually balancing within yourself. And then going to, to the other card where it's about um Oh, sorry, what was the other card again? It was an angel basically saying, money comes if you love, kind of thing. No hang-ups. Well, mercy and forgiveness and uh, about re reconciliation, kindness, and the word given to others and agreements made in earnest. And also, as Jim says, facilitates easy financial gains for innocent people. But if you can relate to the tarot, because all these angels... Two are always associated with one of the minor arcana of the one to nine minors times four is 36 times two is 72. 
And in this case, the association is six of pentacles. Maybe that helps more. So yeah, a strong materialization card, let's say. And it's important to point, like you were saying, Sifu, that the internal balance between the polarities is just as real as, you know, finding um, a partner to copulate with or whatever the externalization of that would be. Yeah, yeah, very very much that. Yeah, very much. Uh, you know, it's this when people talk about, oh, the twin flame, the twin flame originates in yourself. The twin flame is the balance between the divine feminine and divine masculine and a third element. That third element is the inner child, you know, within not just Taoism, but the ancients, the ancient cultures very much talk about this, The you know, balancing the masculine energy, the, the feminine energy, and the inner child. And the inner child is that 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 play, that innocence, which I think, you know, between, you know, also relates to the other card. And, you know, it's this, you know, being innocent. And, and children, children tend to forgive a lot quicker than adults do um and you know it, it's that unconditional love and that that balance and the you know the, what we forget is that masculine is actually also as an energy masculine is assertiveness it's getting you know it's it's creating something um and you know sparking something off in the action the, the feminine energy is about nurturing it's about you know the the loving nurturing keeping things going you know in the maintaining of that new thing so you need both those energies and the inner child's uh, side is you need that playfulness. You need that wonder, that awe, you know, seeing everything, um, you know, as something really cool, like, ch you know, children do and allowing yourself to play and allowing yourself to, you know, be um, hooked up to the intuition of the universe. This is all really important. So you, for one of the things I do, the, the dragon dog shaman, it's all about the free ones, the, the the masculine, the feminine, and the inner child. So, so the, so those two cards are actually perfect because you know, it's that in a relationship, especially in a relationship with oneself, let alone every, anybody else. You have to learn to forgive. You have to learn to be grateful. So th this actually goes into a thing. What Quan Yin, um, the um, the uh, Taoist priestess, she's also represented like in, within the West as like mother mary um she is very much about the three virtues and the three virtues are um gratitude forgiveness and unconditional love so you know there is a there is a big thing there's a talk show i've done uh in the past where conscious mindfulness and one of the guests actually was was gang raped uh, many years ago. And one of the biggest things that shocked a lot of people is that she says she forgave um, the people who who committed this hideous crime. And people didn't understand it. It says, no, you don't understand. If I do not forgive them, I can't move on. I can't let go. And so within your own journeys, that whatever you've been through, whatever hardships you've been through, you have to forgive yourself and you have to, you know, let that go for you to move on, for you to grow from it, because everything that happens to you is actually something to learn from, something to, something to, um, you know, to grow, grow through and move, move from, move to the next step, rather than we see things in the past as our hindrance or our, our stumbling blocks, but they're actually our steps to the future, to our own personal growth.
Well said. And lest we forget, uh, the Lover's card is a Gemini card. Gemini is the child of the Zodiac, so inner child repping really hard. Um, it's funny, we haven't talked to you in a while, so I'm wondering like, what, what you've been up to. I mean, it's been a couple months. How, how are you faring, uh, given the whole pandemic? How's, how are you holding it down, Brev? Well, well, ironically enough, um, like, like, like for me is, um, you know, it, it, well, it, for for me for for me uh online stuff has actually got quite uh in quite quite good because more people have actually wanted to learn the qigong and the and the uh, Daoist philosophy and or, or do the energy work more people want to do it online so that's actually uh uh built up quite well um and for, for me everything is is you know bad when we talk about or the Daoist down means the path the way the balance but a balance isn't a flat line it's not you know a lot of people see scales and you know cr- trying to create them dead steady close your ears Raphael. A he's a libra like he doesn't want to hear about equal <laughs> exact i'm kidding no yeah it's a, it's a dynamic uh harmony or whatever you think i'd be around if i wouldn't know about dynamic equilibrium. you're the one who probably told me about it ultimately Oh, I, I, I love spark, sparking interesting conversations. Um, yeah, yeah, it, 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 you know, for me, there is that flow, that yin and the yang, that up and that down, and and it's interesting. I think, you know, for me, I've been finding that balance, you know, riding those waves. But it's interesting that that society has been turned on its head, and society ha- has to, you know. I find it most interesting that you, like a year ago, you'd hear people say, oh, I wish I had more time to be with my family, or I wish I wish I had time to learn a musical instrument. Well, the universe gave you that time, you know, for a lot of people, you know, maybe not in the way you wanted, but things are being, expected, you know, lots maybe. of things. We do want this in a similar way, because uh, like you were saying, like, um, it, it sounds like people are tuning into themselves and realizing how to more properly order their energy and conduct their realities. Um, we've been out of balance in a lot of ways for a long time and just perpetually pushing the pedal further and further on the gas and all of a sudden you know, the engine stopped. So it's like, all right, let's let's clean the car. Oh, very, very much so. And I, I, I think it's... I... I think if anything, uh, if we use this terminology, I think more people have woken up this year than than in the last 10. You know, I definitely think people are seeing things in a different way or seeing something doesn't make sense here. Why is this happening or why is that happening? And and it's definitely, it's definitely getting people to actually look beyond, you know, their nose and look beyond just their normal normal everyday lives it's definitely shifted things and and whether that's you know you know whether that's something in the stars where you know whether that was you know some some murky organization whether that was you know divine nature it doesn't really matter all of the above in the essence of well it it, it's needed to happen that's the point it it, it's happened Uh, um I there's a there's a channel called Bashar and one of the, the things Bashar um, says is everything exists because it's meant to exist and you know it's happened because it was meant to happen it was you know I otherwise you know well 
it has so it so it's obviously meant to and it's just it has shifted a lot of things it's made it's pushed things in a certain direction in a certain way and even the hard-nosed skeptics are ha are having to actually look a little differently at things and, and 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 sort of you know at least squint a little bit and go well you know well you know maybe i don't know you know and it's just really interesting how things are shifting Completely. Raphael's very familiar with Bashar. It's one of his main dudes. Uh, that's how I know about him. I'll ultimately, Raphael turned me on to Bashar. Very interesting cat. Um, and it's funny because, I mean, like you were saying, oh, is it in the stars? We've got some serious astrology. Oh, go ahead, Raphael. As you, as you bring it up, Jim, and as you, let's say, autonomously reference Bashar, usually I'm the one bringing him up. And I, I believe we may have spoken about this briefly last time, but I'm not exactly sure. I'd just be interested in your like drive-by assessment. To what degree would you say is there an overlap between the core tenets of Taoism, potentially even specifically, and uh, let's say the main ideas that Bashar has been hammering, you know, for thirty plus years? Oh, I would say, my friend, that Taoism um, uh, and what Bashar talks about also um, the law of one. Ron, the law of one, the channelings of that. That's the other are, one, yeah. Taoism. <laughs> yeah, you know, okay, they, good. they. So here we they... go, Jim. We have this settled now. Thank you, uh, Sifu. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, these were the two so... that, uh, with, with which I basically came to, not to Jim, but these are like some of the source books. Barrel, I... Double shotgun barrels. It's Bashar in one barrel and Law of Run. That's yeah, in pretty a much sense, Raphael's just because it can, it, it, just because it can cover a lot. You know, we can read 100,000 books about all sciences and specifics and this and that and so on. But as you know, there's just scriptures you resonate with strongly. And these two ones, particular, so like Bashar, let's say, core ideas and Law of One specifically, are like huge resonators, Alan Watts and many other things as well. But there we go. So it's Taoism. So here we go, Jim. So now we know. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, my um, my my, my seafoods would definitely res resonate. I I think uh, my seafoods were definitely aware of um, Bashar. Maybe not so much because they died um, two thousand. My two main seafoods uh, both died at one hundred and six, two years apart. Uh, one died at um, one one died a hundred. Um, Sorry, one died in two thousand five. The other one died in two thousand seven. So they would have known definitely of Law of One. Uh, Bashar maybe a little, a little bit, a little bit. But yeah, for me, it resonates fully, um, and it goes into definitely things that I was was aware of, you know, behind the scenes. Um, and you know, you, you even go into like with Ra, you know, there was um there there was an Egyptian group of Taoists, you know, the the very very much who who had their own set of Qigongs. Um and you know the, the, it they what were, were they known, you know this you know, is um they were well this is where the word Jedi comes from the Jedi, the pillar of light. They were the keepers of the pillar of light. It was it's talked about in the in the scholarships a little bit, but they very much um, um, papooed a, a lot of it. But according to my teachers, um, they were you know they were Taoist, they were scholars of Qigong, and you know the, their origins. There was this talk that that Taoism and and ancient knowledge didn't exactly come from china it it it, it 
sort of stayed there because it was quite safe and it was protected but there is when you look into i've got friends who are pagans um and when you look into the 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 old um druid um and and pagan symbols you'll find them in china yeah they they talk about arwen you know uh, which uh, which is om you know and and the om comes from warum the sacred om which is with a little Taoist, well, sorry, a little Buddhist um, raising of it uh, at the end there, but but the the warum is supposed to be the sound of the you you know sound of the universe. So there's all this interesting information, and when in Taoism. They talk about it coming from the star people or coming or coming from the higher places. And they even talked about the Dragon Dog Shaman talked about the sun actually having uh, actually being a stargate. Um, and and having a, a a portal, a black portal. It was Nissan Herriman, round about ten years ago now, who was starting to say that the evidence or uh, the information, the data coming from the sun, he strongly believes that the sun and every star has a black hole in it, which would be the portal, the the the, the stargate. So it's in. There's all these references to the ancient ancient knowledge, and then when so then when you hear things like Bashar. And and hear things like uh, rather law of one, and you go you go back to certain scholars who are talking about the ancient what the ancients were saying. It's it's all resonating. It's all the same thing, which which makes me say this this knowledge is older than this planet. It's older than, you know, it's almost in keeping with the whole Star Wars thing. With, with say, the word the Jedi, pillar of light. What do what do Jedi have? They have lightsabers, which are pillars of light. So how did, what did, where did George Lucas get that name from? You know, why is that, you know, what, what and was it Darth Vader, which is really similar to um, my father in German? Um, again, dark, you know, dark there's father, these... In, right? in, and would yeah. Sith be like set? I guess. I'm no, just it's, it's, speculating, because set I think is the chaos god or whatever. I can only assume that this could maybe be Sith or even then Sithians. This would be the whole Tartaria angle, though I'm not good enough on it to know which side this would be. Then, but there's a few references probably with, uh, I mean, certainly with Sith as well. And there's so many references there. I have one other, let's say comparative religion question because kind of contemplating it and especially since i know just the tiniest bit let's say about the microcosmic orbit and you know the basics of the practicalities and uh, you know amazing benefits if applied to any degree i'm kind of assuming now let's say that all conscious somewhat self-directed and effective religious practice that especially also includes some type of you know bodily sensation or true visionary state or even just you know how should i say independent ability to establish an energetic circuit without any priest or anything like that um i'm now kind of saying or assuming or asking you if it could be that all of those are actually could be said in a sense to be variants of taoism so almost as if like all the esoteric cores of most religions essentially are well taoist i don't know if one could say it as simply as that but you kind of see what, where I'm going with this. And my connected question would be about the Falun Gong, actually, because what they do all day is essentially Tai Chi and they're prosecuted for it, no? 
yeah, um, well, well, to answer your first bit is is yes, definitely. I mean, I will say, you, I you will hear me until the cows come home using the word Taoism, but remember, Tao simply means personal path, personal way. So, um, the it, so so you know, uh, the American Indians to me they were Taoists. Um, um, the Inuits they were Taoists. You know, anybody that that that. Uh, is living according to the nature of their environment, and is is you know ballot you know is flowing and 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 changes through the seasons, and you know hence why you know not a flat line balance, but you know a wave balance. You know they they're living according to the nature of their there and now. That in that is, sense, is a who's not a Taoist? Like by definition, would somebody who's not in harmony with reality be not necessarily a Taoist? I guess. Well, they'll just be, yeah. <laughs> they'll just be, yeah. Well, yeah, they're not. Well, yeah, they're the not muggles. following their path. They're not. Uh, well, yeah. I, I was trying to think of a of a word, you know, uh, a polite word. But yeah, there'd be a muggle. There'd be there'd there'd be a being rather than a human being. You know, I, I think my which well. Because my, my seafoods would say that a human being is one that is connected to their energetic side as well as their phys physical side. Otherwise, they're just a being. They're alive, but they're not con necessarily conscious. Um, which is why I called my what uh, the show I did for four years um, the way of conscious mindfulness. Because you can be you you are conscious. Everything is conscious, but are you mindful? Are you mindful of your situation? It's like a player. Being? Versus a non piece, uh, non personal player NPC or whatever that is. I didn't mean to interrupt your thought on what Raphael was getting on with uh, the, I guess the Chinese persecution of uh, Tai Chi people. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So yeah, well, yeah. So with Falun Gong, so Falun Gong itself. Um, it's one of these interesting. So Falun Gong itself is actually uh, was only created in the nineties. It's based on what it's based on is ancient Taoist principles and and qigong and whatnot. And what most people don't realise, um, in a real in a really weird way, this is why I say uh, one of the things I've always said about there is no good or bad that just is. Um, and and of course people say, oh yeah, but you know what about Hitler and what about this and what about that. The CCP, um, you know, in China are not good. Let, let's let's put that out there. They're not good. But because of the CCP, we have Eastern philosophy. We have martial arts because even before Falun Gong, um, when the CCP was 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 building up in in China, um, they were prosecuting martial artists. They were prosecuting Taoists. They were prosecuting Christians, um, and a lot fled, and a lot fled to other parts of Asia. Eventually to America, um, because you know their independent thought was 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 not not appreciated by the ccp the ccp is very much we are the party you believe in the party that's all you believe and that's that um so they don't encourage independent thought now what happened was that originally um in the 90s um falun gong was created the the the, the guy uh, the the original sifu created this system to try to bring balance back and what happened was that one of the leaders in the ccp um his wife 
really enjoyed it so he allowed it until it became so popular that it was more popular than him and he didn't like that he was very jealous a lot of the information says so he then started to punish punish it he put a prosecute you know he was prosecuting and 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 you know wiping out people who were either christian and or falun gong practitioners because that the whole point of Alan Gong is 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 a Tao is is to create harmony within is to balance your your energies um and what happened over time remember religion comes from the latin word religio which means bond bond with um the supreme being where in Taoism and Buddhism your you see yourself as the everything is the supreme being not that there's you know everything is collective consciousness which is what Ra says um in the law one which is also what um Bashar talks about is that we are all oneness we are all you know that the 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 supreme light supreme being god if you will um we all have that essence at the moment we're dis we're de detached to a certain degree but we come from that source we are all that source and in religion they see that separate you know is oh no you you know you were created by it or you're separate to it where and 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 so there's this interesting thing that that um in religions you're sort of seeing it as separate and you sort of take a step away from it but within Taoism and buddhism they talk about embracing it in, in certain things of you know this divine creativity this the collective consciousness and what happened in this in in china is that the ccp was totally against any of that you know is, is that you only worship you it's all about service to self which um both uh both bashar to a degree and also ra talk about service to self and service to others which are both paths to the eventual you know returning to source but but in service to self that you can only go so far in service to others you can go further but it's actually a, a, eventually to get to seventh density within rather law of one um you need both you know it's a balance of both which ultimately is what dan Taoism is about is that you know to help others is good but but if you neglect yourself then then that is actually selfish because you know your boy you know if you always help everybody else but never feed yours never feed yourself or never look after yourself properly you'll deteriorate and and then and then you'll be no good for to anyone so the whole idea of maintaining oneself finding one person one's own personal Tao balance and then once you've done that once your cup is overflowing you can help others you know that is the essence of of balance that is the essence of the Tao is is to and and this idea of instead of enlightenment you know in, in enlightenment in the west at least is seen or ascension now we use more um is seen as this oh it's a a one size fits all it's a it's a one level but true enlightenment is awakening to more consciousness so how you know how how much consciousness can you awaken to well how long is a piece of string twice as long as half what you were kind of saying about the uh ccp and the um diaspora of kind of eastern 
mysticism and thinking reminds me a lot. I mean, obviously of Star Wars. I actually have an obsidian <laughs> Darth Vader um, helmet, obsidian shaped uh, stone on my lap that I was gifted, which is kind of ironic. But um, like Luke, Luke Skywalker would not have found out about his past and all this stuff had Obi-Wan Kenobi not been exiled to Tatooine. I mean, that's just the point, right? Or Dagobah or uh, wherever. No, it was Tatooine. So um, anyway, it's interesting because in some weird monistic all is one thing, it's like, I guess there's, like you're saying, there's polarities and people can be service of self and there's a trip to that and CCP seems to be more on that wave, I guess. Um, but they're still within the one reflection of the all in the one or whatever. It's kind of a paradox. I guess we just have to kind of deal with it. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, you know, the, the whole point for for me is that everything comes comes in waves and on the bigger, bigger picture um, is that on star sign, I'm a great star sign follower as such, but the age of Pisces is what we came from, which is very much about duality. It's very much yin-yang. It's very much opposing opposites. And we're now um, entering the golden race or the golden uh, age, uh, which is also known as the uh, age of Aquarius. And that's more about this harmony. That's more about complementary opposites about these energies coming coming together so the old regime is coming to its end the old regime is and and i think there's a lot of people that say that you know it may not necessarily look like it on the surface but the that the seat the that that uh, ccp are very close to collapsing um a lot of the, the 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 darkness seems so so bad right now because it's actually having to use everything it has to keep to to you know to keep control of the situation. Um, you know, it, it, in that sense, you could say like using Star Wars terms. You know, the Sith the Sith look like they're still controlling everything, but they're actually falling apart. They're grasping they're grasping at everything, trying using every last power they have um, to keep it going. Um, and because when you think there's more and more people waking up, which means is you know if we're waking up, we're no longer asleep, and if we're no longer asleep, whatever was making us sleep is not working anymore. Thing things are changing, things are shifting. So, and that is part of the process. And I, I think the, you know part of our awakening, part of our ascension, is this waking up and realizing. When you can see what's what what's dark and light, or at least you can see what you do want and when you don't want, you can actually start making moves towards it. So, the fact that we're waking up, I think, is a good thing. Um, and it's it's people, it's shows like yours, and it's people like us keep shining the light and keep talking at least our truth and let other people find their own. Rafa, I'm kind of curious. We never really talk about communism on here. We've been talking about the Chinese Communist Party a little bit. Um, I hadn't really thought about the fact, I mean, the, what you just said, Paul, isn't really like like radical, but I guess I just don't think about it often. It's kind of like the Russian Soviet bloc or whatever when it was like that was falling apart, but it looked really dire in the late 80s or whatever, uh, or mid-80s. So I guess that's kind of what's happening. I'm not really sure. We don't have to get very political necessarily, but I'm kind of curious what, what you guys feel about um, communalism versus communism, um, how this plays into Bashar, I guess, this turns Maybe. into like, yeah, go for it. And it's very simple and it's very funny. I'm not sure, uh, Sifu, to what extent you followed Bashar's recent transmissions. There is like huge 
pitch fights about this. I'm kind of, you know, I don't care because following your excitement always works and the rest, you know, you have to <laughs> know for yourself anyways, like everything else. But there, there's been some strange comments, let's say. And in any case, what's interesting in any case is that just after the elections, he apparently congratulated the world or the American population and thanked them for voting. And he also told them earlier in the year that basically it, it's important to vote, which he says, and he also mentioned something about the litmus test. So I'm not exactly sure yet, you know, what is a setup or a, if he's gaslighting people or something. I really, I'm really not sure, but he told people to vote and vote early initially. Also, of course, explaining that voting also just means raising your voice and actually speaking up. So this is interesting, of course, which to me is, you know, goes against the idea of censorship and especially self-censorship, right, which is an important aspect. And just after the elections, now he congratulated everyone and said, oh, thank you for voting. And now basically the contact window even became closer. That's super interesting. Then um, <laughs> that ha having said that... Um, especially because let's just say the inauguration hasn't happened yet to make a neutral statement at this point. Um, but what I, what you mentioned earlier, I think is the real important demarcation line. You spoke about service to self and service to others, positive and negative polarization. And, you know, no party, no group, no whatever is ever monolithic, of course. And when we talk about this here, we anyhow would only talk about, for example, potentially party members or a faction of them in this particular case. But um, that's really the, the main difference for me, whether you have a system or an ideology that can only grow by recognizing others as self. So in terms of service to self, in terms of conformity, control, and fear-based, everything must be the same so it can be subsumed. Also, you know, varying aspects of hyper-capitalism and standardization have similar, you know, effects or standardized works and whatever things, jobs, and all kinds of things. Um, potentially also the miniaturization industrialization all of that so we have that in multiple places but i think the real dif differentiating differentiating line is yeah whether it's fundamentally uh, positively or negatively polarized uh, ideology and at least to me the basic concept of you know free will free choice and individual freedom and the importance of individuals uh, and uh, not saying that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few and these things is a more positively polarized ideology to me. How, how do you see that, Sifu? I'd be curious. It's an, it's an interesting one in, in, in the essence of um, when they say, when they talk about, um, you know, like the, the source, the, the divine creator, you know, in Ra, it, it, it is both a, a collective it, it's a collective consciousness but it's all it's also individuals it's, and and that's an interesting how can you you know how can a society be both unanimous in its in its, in its viewpoint but also in the individual unless that there is a way of of everybody's voice is heard and everything is understood and this whole thing of collective consciousness is that there is no boundaries there is no you know everybody each consciousness knows what the other consciousnesses are, are thinking and feeling. Um, and, and and there's this thing of, oh, oh you know, like when we ascend, oh, oh you know, we'll all we're all all our minds will be open so we can hear hear or feel each other's thoughts um and it's this 
you know, right now we, we, we struggle. You know, right now we live in a society where a lot of the time we want to keep things to ourselves or or we... Well, I, I think this boils down to the, the fact that we live in a society that thinks resources are limited. And we... And this is the issue where we, you, you know, to co competition in a degree is, is all about limited resources. So who's going to get it first and who, who you know, who who's going to work and and what certain well yeah without going down a political route you know the the certain ideals that is about making everybody equal but in the 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 higher realms are talking about everything being equal by there being unlimited resources if you had unlimited energy therefore create unlimited food therefore you could have unlimited resources then there would not be a need um to there would not be a need for competition or would not be in in that sense would not be a need for somebody getting more than somebody else if you had unlimited resources then you could actually uh, a higher being or higher consciousness would then allow would be allowed to uh put their um put their their resources their their mind to doing other things you actually mentioned before about um going for your higher bliss you know if you live in a society where we're all allowed to 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 focus on the things that give, bring us joy because everything else has been catered for in one way or another you would live in a higher you would live in a society that would would i would feel would thrive more if that makes sense the the, the i definitely believe in 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 you know searching for your higher bliss searching for your higher joy and what makes that easier is when you have a society that's open to the where they're not hiding certain resources or they're not you know they they they're not hiding certain technologies that allow things to be easier um resources to be easier flow towards you to have unlimited resources in certain ways you know if that technology exists i definitely think we should we we should have access to it and if that if we're going towards that in i i think the idea of where bashar is saying everybody should vote well everybody should vote because if we live in a free society then everybody has a a, a choice to choose but it's not just a choice to choose it's almost you know it's your it's 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 more than your right you know you shouldn't waste that opportunity to choose if you if you have that freedom to do it if that makes sense it makes sense indeed yes I'm kind of wondering how you guys look at it, uh, because even in the Star Wars analogy, it's like, it doesn't mean to obliterate the Sith. The whole point of Darth Vader bringing balance to the Force was because, like, essentially Jedi had gotten lackadaisical and presumed that they were, like, the cops of the universe and that they had obliterated the Sith. And to bring balance back, they needed, it's like you need, like, ten good guys to one or two bad guys kind of thing. Like, that seems to be the harmony or something. It's not like you were saying, like, exactly like even Stevens kind of stuff. How do you guys look at that dynamic? Well, well, there's an interesting thing. I'll just very quickly say this. Uh, if you actually, because I love Star Wars too, and in the Star Wars canons, there was the whole thing of the Grey Code. And and uh, according to the original story before um, Disney took it over, that 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 um, 
uh, Luke Skywalker wasn't meant to die. Luke Skywalker did what he did. He went off, you know, after trying to set up a new Jedi school and it failed because the dark, you know, reappeared again. He went off on, on a quest, the hero's journey. He went off uh, on his dark night of the soul and he found the ancient temple of the, of the Jedi. And, but it was the ancient temple, of the gray code. And according to this canon was that, what what um Luke Skywalker found that originally there was grey code and the grey code embraced both the light and the dark side of the force, which would be in essence Taoism. Um and and the, the and this and a balance existed for many millennia, but then something happened and the the two sides split and they became the Sith and the Jedi. And and then when that happened, which is in essence opposing opposites, the Pisces, you know, it, war then built up and pursued because one side was always trying to overcome the other. And what was within this canon, it said that that Luke Skywalker found found the book, then you know, and with the help of Ray, they they found balance again because they brought the dark side and the light side back into balance. That's my interpretation, and so for me, like Dow, you know, is that it's not about it's not about destroying things. It's about it's about finding the balance with it in them. When you shine the light, you know, the light can't be light without darkness, and 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 you know, you can't judge how much light there is without darkness. And and most, as Bashar would say, everything exists because it's meant to exist. So light and dark exists because it does and for me like the when we were talking about the masculine and the, the divine masculine divine feminine and then the sacred child the shadows or is the gray the gray would be the 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 sacred child size you know the balance between the two right i mean, I mean speaking of uh, speaking of aliens of course and also bashar in a fun way re quite recently had mentioned this <clears throat> When they were asked, like, yeah, and he always keeps going on about, you know, the reunification of opposites and all of that. And even though I would now say the greys, as I guess most have come to know them until now, actually as greys, have big issues and aren't balanced at all, still uh, they are grey and they are called greys, you know. And uh, even if they may still have this, you know, balancing factor to bring in, which may have then uh, been resolved through the creation of the hybrid races, out of which Bashar is a member anyway. So you, here you have kind of the, the case in point of what that then eventually looks like. Maybe at least symbolically, the grace can be the grace for us that, uh, yeah, we are in a sense constituting in this idea or in this story, one side of the polarity and the grace the other. But for us, to us, of course, let's say, just, just coming into contact with the grace may bring our own consciousness into balance again because here it is the strong opposition of highly individualized consciousness on the human side and completely collectivized consciousness on the gray side yeah and i think this is this well this thing of you know like you know you still have uh people there are still people out there oh i'm not sure you know do do aliens exist do extraterrestrials exist and it's like if we were to have got you know there's a couple of things my sifu used to say um my sifu would say that um if people realized 
um, that their consciousness or soul was immortal, if they knew how long they were meant to live, and uh, interesting, like science actually state, stated that within our DNA, it says within our DNA, they said 150 years before you get old. Um, as a, was a very conservative uh, estimate, but the true estimate was between 300 and 500 years that our, DN our DNA actually, in our DNA, it's written that we should be living up to three to 500 years before we get old. Um, and the fact we're not, all, the only thing science could say is, is the stress and, 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 you know, the fear and the stress and the emotional turmoil we're putting on our bodies. And also the belief that we can't live longer um which goes into epigenetics but yeah mostly if we would say about if we knew that consciousness um was immortal if we knew that our bodies were meant to last far longer than they do and if we knew that that there are many beings all throughout the universe because the because a lot of the uh, ancient cultures talk about star beings and also lots of humans or you know our form whether you want to call them humans or whatever but according to my seafoods and, and their knowledge was that that the human form is everywhere across the universe there are other of obviously different life forms as well but but you know we are everywhere and if you got over that one then how much things would change you know how you know would you know would we move to the next could we move to the next step by just being aware of of what's out there but as Bashar says there's this you know this theory this law that states that that you know a little bit like a little bit like when we watch nature programs and and you hear people say oh why can't the cameraman save that poor little zebra from getting eaten by the lion and they would say well you know that's the law of the jungle you know they can't intervene you know because and it doesn't make good viewing um if they kept you know uh, uh saving them all the time. I think the nicer way to call it i think is star trek's prime directive but law of the jungle also sounds interesting but i see what you're saying yeah yeah well well well, I, well the, the see see uh, i'll i'll throw this into the mix as well i've got um uh i've worked over the years with with the american and other countries alphabet agencies um and there was one guy um very very serious never joked much about air um anything and there's a couple of things over the years he said but he he was very serious and 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 once said to me um he said to me star star trek stargate um um and was it what was it star wars the three stars stargate star trek and star wars were soft disclosure he 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 would he would say that star trek and stargate is like a documentary and star wars was the history channel as in star wars was our past information what's happened in our past stargate and star trek is like the current information and it's interesting that the you know you know when you you know like you think of the federation in star trek you know that's actually that's actually been very quietly um created back in the 60s um and they're actually talking about that dr S uh, michael sala is actually talking about that you know that's actually the art 
Artemis, the the Artemis uh, program is actually happening right now, where they t- where they're creating a a basically like a a space UN. Um, and you even had um um the uh, pr- well former President Trump or, or Trump, let's just say Trump, um. Uh, last year, I think it was, um, saying about uh, Space Force and he wants to bring Marines to Mars. And it's like, well, I think we, we had the technology to, to put put Marines in, in Mars or do, you know. And so it's like, what's going on? There's all this other stuff. And I think this is part of the awakening. I think there's lots of stuff that is waiting to be released or waiting to be known but would they've they've made us sleep so well they have to wake us up in a certain way because otherwise they're what what they or whoever they are what they're really scared of is and what have they been scared of for a long time is uh mass panic is that if they they think if they suddenly admitted oh yeah 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 yeah, you know, we've been in space. We've had Star Wars technology for, you know, for so long. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we've been talking to uh, extraterrestrials for so long. They're scared that the world will will collapse and, and blow, you know, implode. I don't, I never think, thought, I, I think a lot of people, if anything, a lot of people will deny it, will just say, no, it's not happening. Oh, I don't believe it. Um, More than more than they will go crazy if that makes sense did you ever did you ever hear about hg wells wars the world's kind of broadcast back in the 30s or 40s and just a side note i'm just wondering if 2020 was like a dry run test for how people handle such kind of situations on various fronts in terms of denial and so on and so forth yeah good point yeah uh, yeah i think you're right on the the 2020 thing and yes it, it is that it, it, it's the war of the world's uh broadcast is why the, there was the these the um the brookings the brookings report when they went to the moon um because i love bringing up stuff like this so the brookings report when when they were even before they went to the moon the, the brookings report was philosophers scholars um psychiatrists and religious leaders and they were asked two simple questions if in space or on the moon they were to find a um, aliens or alien artifacts, what effect would it have uh, uh, on society? And they basically said that they 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 believed that it would destroy society. That that while we still have wars, while we still have religion, they believed that um, it, it it would it would uh, destroy society as as we know it. And the and the the whole thing and and there's information on on the whole war of the world. So that was a test as well. That they did that on purpose to see what 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 it's like the soft modern day America kind of like yeah, what are you guys going to do? It was like oh shit, you will panic. Well, I say let's take yeah, a quick I, music break. Um, it sounds like your phone's going off. Get some tea if you want. We'll take. Uh, it's not a very long song. I picked a Royks up song called "Remind Me" because I don't know it felt right. But uh, we'll take a quick music break and then we'll talk more about aliens, disclosure, whatever conjunctions, whatever's clever. And we are back for Team Rebuttal Edition 195 with Sifu Boggy. More aliens, I'd say. Yeah, I was going to say, I think 
that wasn't a remix. I think that's by them. Uh, most people know a much chiller version of that song. I'm pretty sure I, from like Geico commercials and stuff. Um, that sounded like a soft disclosure, <laughs> technological kind of ear invasion or something. Very cool. Remind me. So one thing that has come up recently, Sifubagi, maybe you had heard one or two weeks ago, apparently the former Israeli chief of intelligence basically disclosed just what we had or what you had been sharing just now. And he also mentioned, that's what I always love. And also uh, Stephen Greer never ceases to harp on that, that actually, let's say all relevant etheric contacts are friendly. And uh, it's about in a sense, also waiting for the right moment so people don't freak out. What's also interesting is there is even a mention by Bashar that there is, let's say, an alternate timeline, very strange, but let's just uh, stay there, where um, Kennedy wasn't killed or something. He's disclosing information, and then basically society, the planet burns, let's say, everything goes into disarray. Um so I really can't say, and especially if we then get into I've things like... I've never heard like, that. So, hold yeah. on. So, are you saying the CIA killed him because in an alternate timeline he disclosed in the world of the shit? In a sense. I mean, some party did, you know? Like, it doesn't necessarily mean that all the actors then were conscious that this is exactly what they wanted to do. What I would just say is that's the reality, why we are in reality where he died, because otherwise maybe would this planet heard. wouldn't stand anymore or something. No, what I'm saying it would just be a diff but this is of course just you know one probability reading one particular timeline doesn't mean that any any arbitrary other combination of events wouldn't also be equally possible. But I just found it interesting that this is something specifically he shared. What was an example where he said this is one thing that happened in this parallel reality and there it went bad. And what I just wanted to bring up is that also this ex-Israeli intelligence chief says it's all about basically people chilling out. And uh, also mentioning that there is no actual threat coming. And that's the important thing that people need to turn around away from like War of the Worlds or something and more towards the peaceful contact scenarios, um, which I think many people are pretty aligned to anyways. But here it's more like a thing about, I would say, like cleaning out the pop culture a bit and setting the record straight. Uh, yeah, and then I think we can, we, we can be ready, especially once we achieve a certain degree of brain and energy synchronization because that's the other thing they harp upon that's what's important because if we're not integrated enough our feeble minds and energetic bodies would shatter anyways so also here uh, nothing uh, goes how should i say uh, there is no progress without uh, inner spiritual development oh 100 I, I i you know that's all re very yeah uh, very cool, very, uh, very interesting. I mean, the whole multiverse theory, you know, the, the whole multiverse theory is that um, that in in theory, all realities exist within the universe. In in you know, in literally in different universes or or different Earths. Um, every every pop, uh, possible um, every possible thing ex exists. Now, the Dragon Dog very much believed in that. The Dragon Dog talks a lot about. Um, uh that uh you know that they could see other realities other realities where you know for past present future but all also alternative time timelines and there was um there was actually a guy i'm, I'm trying, i can't remember his name of the not gold 
Goldblum or Goldberg, but he did uh, quantum jumping where um, he did this thing where he he um, uh, went he went to an alternative reality where he had he was actually a great a great painter and he he drew that information from that person came back and at I think he was something like sixty five years old he he became a professional painter for the first time ever and he couldn't paint uh, you know uh, at all but he somehow tapped into these alternative realities now there is um i think nasa actually mentioned and and they very subtly did it about saying there are 14 other realities containing um life and that's pretty well containing conscious awareness or containing conscious beings and they pretty much left it very in the dark but there's other 14 other realities that they um are in contact with or 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 at least can see so there is this interesting information that was a very tiny little seed drop dropped on us but so yeah i definitely believe there are other you know there are other um timelines and uh, uh, other realities that exist um I'm very much in with the Ra, uh, the law of one, where I wouldn't say that, um, you know, all other uh, entities out there are all the good guys because, because everything, everything exists is meant to exist. And also the part, the, the part represents the whole, like in reflexology, quantum physics. Um, you know, so if Earth has bad stuff here, why would the rest of the universe be only good? You know, that doesn't quite make sense. So, so, and Ra talks about this, you know, there are both service to self and service to others. And it can only go, the interesting thing in, in Ra that it says you have seven densities and eighth density goes back to oneness, goes back to, uh, um, you know, uh, collective consciousness. Um, and up to, up to density six, you still have, positive and negative as such or service to self and service to others but it gets up to six and then it starts realizing you know the blend between the two a bit like the whole gray code thing um and then it becomes all big you know it becomes starts to merge into on the seventh density light and dark starts to mer- merge together so i think but but the the interesting thing I uh, was also within law rather law of one they talked about rather than outwards attack is actually better to persuade you know using the the law of free will is that this whole thing of of like dark entities dark entities want you to be afraid if you're afraid of of them um and i think bashar said this before um it's like giving them a permission slip by being afraid you're giving them power so a bully you know and, and this is what bullies do you know i was bullied as a kid and and learning the psychology bullies want you to be afraid of them you know if you stand up to them they're in freaking trouble um but but they they want you to be afraid of them and 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 that being afraid or bit or or you know uh, bowing to them is a permission slip for them to do what they want so i do think there is more of this or uh, a permission slip which is why again this is why that we you know it, it's not that they will you know people say why why do the, why haven't um if 
if um, extraterrestrials exist, why have they landed on the White House lawn? Because we haven't given them permission. Because we don't believe in, you know, we don't believe in them. So if we don't believe that they exist, we're not ready. We're not ready for that level of awareness. Yeah. We're not ready to 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 go to that where you know it, it's a bit like, you know, if if somebody from now turned up uh, 2,000 years ago with a phone, they would be considered gods. They would be considered, you know, you know, oh, this magical, they had this magical tablet and, and, and it had pictures and sound and, you know, they couldn't handle it. And it's, and it's about what Siri. you can handle. Or Alexa. Just to be explicit, that's why I said earlier, uh, relevant races or contacts, because, of course, all polarities and all potentials exist somewhere the idea just being just in a sense, as you mentioned, with the densities that there is a level up to which you can even be negatively polarized. And this is also mentioned with spiritual entropy in Ra's law of one, that they cannot expand past a certain uh, level, let's say. There is all kinds of mentions about Earth being particularly protected, claimed by all kinds of races. The other explanation would just be that those... Uh, First of all, like vibration to like vibration and also the persuasion you mentioned. So I would say we don't even need any invaders because we got the whole shenanigans, games and all this coloration right here on Earth with just the ground crew. Even assuming that all are perfectly human, whatever this may really mean by now, right? But even just with that, we got it all covered. So we're not uh, dependent on that in that sense. Um, and in, in this way, it's... I completely spaced on my thought right now, of course. <laughs> well, no, I agree with your thoughts. So it's so kind I'll, of a paradox. Oh, let ahead, me just that. bring it back. Yeah. Uh, so um, I want to be explicit. Yeah, right. So then the idea being basically that uh, outwardly speaking, in terms of invader force, which is what they show in the movies, that this is unlikely to impossible, not just because all kinds of races claim that they're protecting us, but also if a race is really negatively polarized, they kind of don't have the energy to, let's say, go far distances or switch frequencies far away from their home density or level or plane or whatever, and therefore negatively, actively aggressive or negative entities simply cannot reach us in that sense just because they don't have the capacity to go that far. And uh, especially then again, like vibration to like vibration, and with all the channeling and all the energies going on, still, of course, everyone can very much still tune into, you know, a positive or negative version of their higher self, at least, you know, up to six density, as you mentioned. Yeah, and, 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 you know, just think of like, you know, like, uh, well, think of like reality now, you know, closed off people are not going to accept new ideas. So they're not going to, you know, they, they won't see, you know, certain things. They'll just, you, you know, they'll push, push it aside. Um, and, and, is that and functionally so, yeah, so necessary that, though? Like if someone is closed minded, is that serving the Tao? Like this is where I got kind of confused where it's like, um, you were talking about the inevitability of what it is. Kind of it's like the moment is what it is like accept it kind of thing. So how do we progress with the idea of accepting things as they are simultaneously? Well, I, I think it's, it's the fact of, you know, uh, so the whole, well, if, you know, 
we're in the Tao with with Bashar. Everything exists that's meant to exist. You can never destroy darkness like you can't destroy light. Um, and and when you know within the Tai Chi, the the Tai Chi symbol, the Yin Yang people say, but it's actually Tai Chi. The 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 circle with with uh you know like two little fishes and two two little dots, one white, one black. Black. If you look at you know one side where there's a mass of white or a mass of black, you have a dot in the center and that dot in the center shows that um that will always be the opposite so in a way what that means is is that you'll always have people who are going to fight against this but it's about the masses it's about is it, it, it it's about the the overall which is why bashar for me makes logical sense why why bashar would say yeah everybody voting it doesn't matter who you voted for it's the fact you voted because you're awake enough to to say my voice matters i want to change i want to change reality um so it's waking so it's the fact the, the fact the that you I think react it's the assumption of basic uh the most basic level of recognition Sovereignty. of one's own creatorship and creator consciousness. Uh, what'd you say, Jim? Sovereignty. I mean, the vote. Yes, also, yes, yes. Authorship, creatorship, authority, sovereignty, yes, all of the above, yeah. Oh yeah, I think they're really powerful words right now, and I think that's you know, you know, even if you decide that um, you know that this is all rubbish, I'm going back to bed and I'm not getting out of bed until until the world changes or the world stops changing, and and you know, and that's your right, that's that's your thing. I think I think choice is you know, it's the I think the the reason well the number one law in the universe is free will. So it is free choice, but it's activating that free choice and it being your choice rather than being to all, I think it's best if you do this, or I think it's best if you do that. And we've come from that energy where, where big brother or, 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 you know, society, whoever, even your parents were saying, this is what you should do. You're, you should do this. And we're now going into this energy of, well, actually, what do you think? What do you feel? And, and you know, within reason, you know, and, and, and I think that's why, you know, there's this thing of, um, I think, the, the, you know, and you were saying about, you know, like a, a certain energies, what can't leave their environment or can't leave their say, solar system because because it's a way of self-governing them that, that, you know, until they're willing to be open and until they're willing to expand in a certain way, they, they, that they actually don't allow themselves to venture out into the universe be, be, because it's like a natural natural law within our own dna within our own universal programming that we restrict ourselves until we're willing at least to accept other realities and other things you know whether you confront them or you don't confront them or you know whether you're for them or against them is not as important as to being aware of them if that makes sense it's interesting because in the galactic heritage cards um there's a pleiadian card i forget which one it is but it was saying like they were all gung ho about helping Orions out and freeing them. And then like Orions just weren't ready. So they destroyed one of their planets. It kind of reminds me of like North Korea or maybe China where it's like, we want you to open up to something new. And it's like, I don't think it would go the way we would expect. Uh, so projecting our idealism onto other people is not free. That's forcing 
it's tricky because I mean, in the West, we're like, we'll give you freedom, but it's like some people maybe don't want that. How do you guys deal with that, like that moral framework? Um, the, well, there's an interesting thing. So, so within Reiki, so the universal energy system of of uh, uh, Reiki, um, the actual original the, there's a story of uh, of Sensei uh, Usari who went into the poor parts of Japan and and um, Reiki, you know, ra- the, the the homeless people there and the sick people there, he, he Reiki'd them and he, he fed them and looked after them and gave, gave them opportunities to go and, and you know, go and work and, and be independent again. And he, he found that, you know, because he did this for many years, he found that... Um, that uh, within within a period of one or two years, a lot of them were coming back. A lot of them would reappear again, and he'd start asking them, you know, why, you know, why why this was happening. And in essence, they basically were saying, "What ready?" You know, is that that you know is is it? You can't force, even if it's good intentions, you can't force things onto people. They have to be ready. And and it's an interesting one for like healers. He want to heal the world but the world's not ready to be healed you're you know Taoistically you're you're wasting chi you you they talk about in so in the Taoist philosophy um or especially my 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 seafood philosophy very much about planting seeds you plant that intent you plant the seeds you plant the opportunity you know um uh one of my students actually said they had a dream and uh, they were in a swimming pool and they were almost not drowning, but almost drowning. And I was there and I had my hand just above their face saying, I am here when you're ready. So rather than grabbing, you know, I'm offering the hand, but they have to have to accept it. And I think, you know, you know, th- this whole thing with with en- entities or whatnot and all or definitely things I've had, you know, visions I've had and, and things I've experienced that there's definitely this higher energy, this higher density philosophy of you you offer the hand, but it, it you you've got to want it. You've got to you've got to be ready for it because if you're not ready for it, 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 it two things happen. Firstly, if you're not ready for it, you just create more karma. You just create more issues because you go through that and and it doesn't work out, and then you feel like a failure because you weren't actually ready for it and it causes more problems but also and 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 this is what um actually ra- rather law one they said they've tried to help society before civilizations before and the civilization wasn't ready and because they tried to help they're now cosmically connected to them and they have to then wait um themselves before they can evolve they have to wait for those other people to ascend to evolve so there is this thing of that that not only do you you know if you try to help somebody and and it doesn't work but then you're now in a way connect you're linked to them because you 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 know in a way you interfered you tr- you crossed a line you crossed that boundary it, 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 you know offering help is one thing but forcing it onto people then that is something else if that makes sense totally makes sense it's funny because the irony i guess is that Sometimes people think shoving good intentions on people is somehow more like a, a provable, but the but the fundamental the, the 
dynamic you guys are talking about is like anything forced is not okay. It doesn't matter if it's polarized, positive or negative. Maybe Jim, you're aware there is a card in Lesserals Galactic Heritage card deck forty six, I believe, serious past good intentions. And there is also a card serious future ninety three, which is assistance without interference, which also for the Syrians and the Pleiadians and I guess quite a few has been an important lesson. And just as you described it, uh, Sifu, I was wondering, I was like, oh my, like, then you help someone and then you get into this huge mess. And then I was thinking like, oh, and I'm very aware of what you mentioned, of course. And I love the way you put it, like it's wasted chi if not done appropriately. And if the channel isn't really open on both sides, right? But then I was wondering, okay, so now maybe better not help anyone not to get involved anymore or wait, maybe we incarnated here because as a sixth density consciousness, we already did that. So now we got to send ourselves back to clean up the act of that other civilization so we can finally progress. No, all just fun mind games. But yeah, that's what I was thinking about while you were talking. How high are yeah, you? Well, 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 I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, as, I followed it mostly. <laughs> I followed it all the way, so I'm where well, however high you are, I'm right there with you, brother. Um, stoned immaculate. But, but, yeah, well, just stoned on my own chi. That's that. That's me. Um, but but it, yeah, it, it's just. I I think you're right. I think you know if everything you know if anything. Well, what's deja vu? You know when we you know when we we talk about you know deja vu or, or are we actually reliving what we've already done? You know, is that is that the point? And re trying trying to do it again. Um, I think uh, I don't believe that you should, you know, not offer help at all. I think you, uh, uh, how I do it is I, you know, if I see somebody, I say, I have a Qigong fat, you know, the, there is this. And I could, you know, I'll even, you know, I even offer um, one or two, uh, you know, things, things free. I know, though, through the free, the, 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 the theory of the free is that most of the time people do not respect the free you know if you give something for nothing um uh they take you for granted there's a, a, actually a guy called um um oh i forgot his name um no it, it, it's gone but he he actually he i think he's a, a palestinian guy and um um he he had a free flat he had a free flat and he said anybody can come to this flat flat free because he wanted to show the other side of uh of uh palestine and um and people would book up the f flat but but oh more than 50 percent of the people that booked this flat up that reserved it for you know a couple of days or a week uh cancelled and he really you know he realized that when you give things away for fully for nothing people just waste it they don't see the representation presentation that's why i say it doesn't have to be money but you have you know some sort of transference but what i do is that is i you offer the hand you offer the hand you say oh i can help you with that if you need or you know here's some advice and and then you have to leave it you know you have to leave it and th there are people that will say oh you know I, well, what do you mean by that or or how, how does that help me? Or, you know, and we'll go deeper. And there's other people that will go, oh, thank you very much. And then days or weeks later, they go, oh, you know, I'm still, oh, my problems are this and it. But I offered help. I offered you help. But, and with the stuff I do, oh, the help comes with a price. But, and that price is with Qigong. Qigong can do marvelous things, but you have to practice it. If you don't practice it, it won't do diddly squat.
Um, and and I think some of the best medicines are that you have to do something in return for them to work. The you know the golden pill idea um, is a bit of a bit of a you know illusion that that and people have got into this. They expect something for nothing. They expect you know to do it once and everything's fixed and nothing's like that. You know everything takes time and everything takes work. You know at least at the moment. I mean. It, you know, re relatively speaking, there is no time, and everything could happen instantly. But for now, you know, there is there is time, and and you doing the qigongs or doing the meditation or doing your stretching stretching that's part of the price to achieve things. So, you know, I wouldn't necessarily, I definitely wouldn't. Oh, well, it's the middle ground. It's the Tao. I wouldn't say don't offer help at all but i wouldn't say you know don't don't bend over backwards every 30 seconds trying to help everybody you've got to find that mi middle ground and and like for me a lot of the way i help people it's just being me you know it is you know it's notoriously known for people saying oh you're full of energy and vitality and every time i talk to you i feel better job done you know, I've helped you, you know, uh, and, and, you know, and I hadn't, didn't have to do a thing or making you laugh and smile again. You know, if it lifts your spirits, it's raising your chi, it's raising your vibration. And again, I didn't really have to do a thing. I just, all I had to do was be me. And that's a sort of, for me, that's a good way of helping people is just being you and just, and, and, you know, filling, and it goes back to that filling my cup. I make myself laugh. I find my joy. That makes me happy. My happiness then rubs off on other people. Best of both worlds. I guess the analogy that kind of comes to mind is in uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky's Holy Mountain. Some guy's like, I want to feed all these poor kids bread. Uh, and so he feeds them bread like Jesus style. He's like, oh, make loaves or whatever. And then it's like they start fighting over it. I guess it's tricky because it just get, this gets more into you guys and stuff where it's like what you guys are saying. It's like sometimes things are receptive and in the right place and the conditions are such that it'll respond properly. Whereas, you know, forcing things, even if it's in good intention, might have much less desired effects than you might even perceive originally kind of like what we're saying with uh the palladians getting their planet blown up or whatever i don't think they wanted that according to that mythos so um it's tricky it's weird because it's almost like one size does not fit all this is where discernment kicks in it's like um and jesus with the parable of the seeds right it's like some soil is very receptive and it'll grow great some soil is okay and it'll grow a little but then it burns out because the conditions don't maintain you know homeostasis or whatever for the conditions to thrive and i think it's hard um maybe it depends on personality types uh for me to know where those boundaries are i've always overextended and been like i'll just give all my shit and then it's uh, more or less <laughs> time energy whatever uh and it's bit me in the ass but that doesn't mean i want to not do it it's just a matter of being discerning when i think it's um, helpful versus um, creating codependence or expectation on the other person who aren't going to feed, like teach a man to fish. Don't like just fish for him all the time kind of thing. Cause then they'll just become expectant. And, and that's not the whole point. You don't want just like dependence. Basically you want to get people on their feet in their own uh, empowerment. Um, what are your thoughts? I don't know if you exhausted your thoughts on the whole Israeli guy talking about disclosure. Had, had you said anything, everything you wanted to say about that? 
Uh, I definitely, I, I think that's legit. I, I de from from context I had, I definitely feel that's legit. Uh, legit. Um, I think that's hinting, alluding to the secret space program, which I think. Um, um, Star Trek was hinting, alluding to that, and Stargate was hinting, alluding to that. Um, you know, they're all like sort of soft disclosures. The fact that you know, the fact that that he's he's come out out. Um, I think wasn't it wasn't it Mexico released um, five years ago or so? Now they released their UFO files. Other certain other countries that have released their UFO files. Um, you know, I I think I think it's happening. I do think that. And and the fact that people were sort of saying, oh, you know, oh yeah, this person knows it, and and they're very, you know, according to that is, you know, according to that guy, um, um, uh, Trump was very close to revealing it, and he was told not to because we're not ready yet. Which I think goes back to this whole, you know, like you, you know, this thing is that if we're not, if the publics, if not not enough of the public are ready for it. They'll It'll close it off in one way or the other. I mean, yeah, if people all of a sudden, like, it's funny because it's tricky to me. The paradox is like everything that needs to happen happens. So it's like, I guess there's just certain times when things aren't ready. You don't expect a fetus to run a marathon. So it's like, it's just not ready. Um, you got to wait till it's a little older and then you could train it how to run. Uh, I would like to think because I'm. It's funny you earlier were saying that's like oh, there's people who don't believe. It's like I don't know what to believe. I'm willing to imagine, but I haven't had. Very, I mean, I've had psychedelic, you know, transdimensional, metaphysical kind of things, but not so much like alien, as maybe um, you know, science fiction would describe it. Uh, but maybe that's my in, in, inappropriate expectations or something. Um, which also gets into predictive programming and all this stuff. Like, why do people fear Grey's X Files movies? Don't you know? Don't help that really. Um, it gets tricky, but uh, it seems like yeah, if we can't handle our you know um, ourselves with stuff like COVID or race relations in America and all sorts of weird shit like that, I don't know how it's proving as a litmus that we're not yet ready collectively to go to the next level. Uh, hopefully that scale keeps, you know, 100th monkey keeps on tipping in the other direction, ultimately. Hopefully I'm not like the last monkey to just get it. Because I'm, like, I'm still reluctant. I'm like, I don't know how to I was feel about, about to say, it. Jim, that now was your assessment <laughs> in terms of having failed. Yeah, no, I'm like, well, I haven't, I mean, I'm not like sitting around doing that, um, you know, summoning of the aliens thing, that guy, I forget what it's called. Do you know what I'm talking about? That uh, C5 C thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, C Seti and E Seti. There's there's two of them actually. Because there's there's a guy, um, James Gillian, who is in uh, Washington State, uh, or the yeah the city city state of Washington, and I think it's Mount Adams. And he, that's quite unusual in the essence of it's not just UFOs there, but they see Kuan Yin, they see the Yeti, they 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 see they they, they see uh, Buddha, they've seen G Jesus. So, and and I think that's another thing to be aware of is in that disguise, we or think, is he you know, aware. 
Well, no, around them, around, around, actually on the on the land, on on the sea right, uh, right. uh, uh ranch, on its ranch. You know that they that uh, Bigfoot, you know, walking around. Um, that that you know, different seeing different like Kwan Yin, different images, seeing loads of orbs. Um, and and I think I I, I think you know. I, uh, I think spirituality and and like the UFOs and also like even the ghosts. I think they're far more to, far more mer- merged than these people thought. They thought they were separate, and I think no. I think I think a lot of ghosts that we that have seen weren't ghosts. I I think I think we I think many many people have been visited. Well, I know through the dream work and Taoist dream work. We get visited in our dreams a lot, and we don't. We just oh, oh, we we had this, you know, saw this or saw that or felt this and felt that, and that's visitation. That you know, that's been visited by another entity. But the other thing, or is, is that at our viewpoint, we think, oh, you know, this is all new to us and we don't know. But on a higher level, or in, or you know, on a future version of ourselves, we've already we already know all about this, and we're all interconnected. You know, we you know, and 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 this is the thing in in the conscious and the Taoist viewpoint of consciousness is that we've been around since the dawn of time. Um, and, and, you know, so, so we've been on this planet, we've been other planets, we've been a rock, we've been, we've been the water, we've been the sky, because everything is conscious, everything, um, uh, in science, they've looked at atoms, and then when they try to split atoms, the scientists have actually said either that God's playing with me or that the the atoms appear to move. The atoms appear to try to be self-aware. They they seem to try to want to get out of the way. Well, the Taoists would say that's because everything is conscious. Everything is is connected, and we're here so closed off to experience a certain reality um, where the truth is that we're fully aware of what's out there. We're fully aware of what everything is because we've been it five billion times already. Um, but right now, right here, right now, that information is eluding us, it, you know, a little bit like the, the whole saying of, you know, like, a, um, uh, you know, if if you don't know something, it's hard. If you do know something it's easy you know what's a riddle um what is if you don't know it and isn't if you do a riddle you know if you don't know it it's a riddle if you do know it it's no longer a riddle because you know what it is and and it's this thing of we're in this place or you know where things have been eluding eluding us but from that eluding us we grow we learn and According to Ra, according to Bashar, that's what it's all about, is that uh, ultimately, as a conscious, as the infinite creator, as as his collective consciousness, we're here to experience things in a different way. The best way to experience is not to know that you've done it already. Otherwise, you'll take it for granted. Yeah, it's a lot less entertaining if you've kind of gone through it knowingly it's less it's less fun um so are you saying that you think that like yeti or not yetis uh sasquatch or whatever um orbs aliens whatever kuan yin are all the same thing fundamentally but we're projecting an expectation onto them and therefore we have a certain kind of experience or how are you how are you looking at that because a minute ago you kind of said we thought they were all separate but they're one thing um right so that's 
that um eight though no, i almost said it then that alphabet agency guy um i talked about who said about uh star trek stargate and star wars i also once joked i said so yetis uh yetis fairies and unicorns when are you gonna admit they're they're real and he looked straight at me and says he says my agency's fully aware that um that they are beings from another dimension that slip through in into our realm through uh through uh energy uh, increase of energy in certain part parts of the uh, of the earth and and then that was it it's like bloody hell um i was joking um but uh, and there's this whole thing of the of NASA saying about the fourteen other dimensions that they're aware of. I think these other dimensions. I think that we we see certain things as oh you know like like fairies and unicorns. Oh you know they were imagined. They were they were made up. But ancient aliens are are are, are, are true. Or or you know ghosts are real. But ancient alien you know aliens are fake. We're just emphasizing um, one of the dimensions over the others. And and I think you know within the dragon we're in the theory of like one set of the Taoists the dragon dog shamans the dragon dog shamans believed everything was was a layer, uh, um uh, you know a veil a dimension so so all these dimensions are interlaid and it's just that when we're not consciously awake when when our energy is not high enough we can't see them I especially when I do certain things. And I think this is what DMT is to a certain degree because your brain naturally creates DMT. You're, when you dream, that is DMT. You know, the, the, your your body, your pineal gland produces DMT for you to dream. So your dreams are basically you hallucinating. Um, and when you meditate and you see certain things in, in your meditation, again, that's you dreaming. That's halluc that's day, that's daydreaming or, you know, day hallucination. So, and what I think happens is, is that the the pioneer the pineal gland is an eye well they, they they know it's got eye receptors and it's literally seeing what's around us the the this is what the Taoists and this is what the drag dog showman say that these other realities science says that even like here and now when you look around in your wherever you are um you're only seeing one percent of what actually is there and 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 because because what i think when a lot of people hear that information they think oh they're talking about outside of the earth and they go no they're actually talking about what's around you that you're you're only physically seeing what what phys physically light picks up is only one percent of what actually exists around you around the space around you that there's other dimensions that that there's particles there's different rays um you know the science to show that our our brains are actually meant to pick up um ultraviolet and and infrared um um, but our eyes aren't just, our, and our eyes are actually picking that up, but our brains aren't allowing us to see it. And, and you know, that's another thing. Why isn't that happening? But I think there's a lot of things out there. A lot of things that we would say were ghosts are actually other dimensions. A lot of things that we said were myths are other dimensions. And not all UFOs are are. Are, are, I think UFOs can come from other dimensions, not just our reality. There's a big thing about certain ufos actually being beings they're not ufo they're not a ship they're a being they're actually it's like intelligent uh, light bodies that, or something 
Yeah, 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 100%. I mean, there's there's a big talk about, you know, uh, in Christianity, you, you had, I think it was, wasn't it, Day, David, uh, the Star of David is all, all, all about Saint David, who transcended to heaven without dying. He was the only saint to, to become a saint because he went to heaven without dying. And he was in the Bible, it says about being picked up by a macabre, Merkaba, a chariot. Um, but uh, my my Hebrew friend, when he read it to me, um, he would say, "Yeah, it's talking. It talks about a vehicle. It's it, but but that vehicle didn't pick him up. He became the vehicle. So he became the Merkaba." Or uh, Elisha. I think it's Elijah, though, oh, because basically it's like he didn't yeah, die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like he just got taken yeah, yeah, away in yeah, some yeah. chariot of light or whatever. So that's an interesting point um, because, I mean, I don't know how accurate that book is. I mean, I'm a Christian more or less, but it's still like what is, some, you know, <laughs> who's editing what? Who says yes? Uh, you know, so I'm sure there's a lot of stories that didn't get through. Some might be put in there that aren't necessary, et cetera. Um, before we kind of run out of time, I'm curious about what your thoughts are in terms of, uh, if any, about the Grand Conjunction coming up in about a week. Um. Well, again, I think it's it's a little you know it goes back to you know the the uh, it goes back to that scientist. It goes back to the whole Trump thing. I think if we're ready, I think interesting things can happen. If we're not ready, less interesting things will happen. Um, I, I, I you know you know it was a little bit like like twenty twelve. We made a big thing of 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 uh, twenty twenty twelve, and and it was well. I think one reality somewhere wondrous stuff happened and 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 things landed and and but but it just wasn't here and i i think it all depends on your con consciousness because i've definitely been places where i've seen stuff and people next to me have seen diddly squat um and 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 or other people with me they saw the same stuff i saw but then one or two people didn't see it so i think i very much believe that i i think there is great potential of what could happen but it all depends on people's consciousness it all depends on on you know what level they're at now i wouldn't be surprised if in certain places people say oh this happened that landed or something you know this and other people go no it's just a normal day what are you talking about i i wouldn't be su too surprised if that if there are spatterings of awakenings and spatterings of of whatever in certain areas that that would make sense because if certain people in certain areas are more awake they they are literally given a permission slip for things to happen where other areas are closed off now and that would also trigger things because you know if it happened everywhere that's one thing but but if it happened in spatterings of places that that all that of a sudden jamaica people. is like oh we are in full contact <laughs> or something i was like what it would be interesting it's yeah, kind of reminding exactly. me i don't are you into harry potter at all i'm reading uh harry potter series with my fiance oh, yes. um and i've read it before and but it's cool reading with her she's up in stoke on trent and um we're in we're reading the order of the phoenix right now and it was just getting into thestrals i think they're called which are like these like winged things that you can only see if you you've been touched by death or witnessed death so it's it's funny because we tend to think of reality as democratized like where it's like well we all see the sun and that means we all can agree upon it 
Uh, what you're kind of talking about is a positive polarity where it's like some people will vibrate to a point where they'll make contact or see Yoda or whatever the fuck happens. And then the negative kind of polarity of that is ironically also represented in J.K. Rowling's um, fiction, Harry Potter, um, where it's like not – I think Harry Potter, um, Neville, because his parents you know, suffered or whatever, um, or he said he saw his grandfather die, I guess. Um, and some Slytherin, they're the only ones, and uh, Luna Lovegood, they're the only ones who can really see these, like, bat horse things, or whatever, thru- th- I think they're called Thrustrolls or Thestrolls, I forget exactly right now, it's off on my head. Anyway, same idea, where it's like, only the, it's like, we don't, we can't presume everybody has the same capacities, and that can go in either, you know, a very positive way, where it's like, you've been raising your vibe so high, maybe it's like some place where it's like, you have so much fear that you're going to see demons, or whatever crazy like that, so I guess it is important to kind of uh, maintain the vibe. I don't really even have any predictions, I just know it's a big deal, um, this conjunction, Saturn and uh, Jupiter are conjoining, kissing, if you will, in the sky on December 21st, the solstice, and it's called the Grand Conjunction, they even talk about that kind of thing in um, Dark Crystal, uh, and yeah, maybe we're trying to soft disclose to ourselves through all sorts of mediums, uh, fictions, films, uh, books, etc. But I guess, um, Raphael, is there anything you want to talk about before we wrap it up, uh, or Sifu? Um, just that, yeah, I, I think, and and the interesting thing with the the whole Harry Potter thing is that they're already magicians, which Muggles can't see, and and that, but even within the magicians, there's magic that they can't see. You know, you know the the whole point. There's always something higher. There's always something else. And I, I very much believe, you know, the whole thing of phobias. You know, I, I could I could say spider and and ten people and and two people who have a, the phobia against spiders will go where 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 and get panicky. So I very and there is a big science on that. And what you believe is true, placebo and no and nocebo. So I think it's something. And as the end energy builds up we know that we're in this big cos- cosmic cloud of energy that's building up more and more and more and at least 2000 light years big so i do believe that what you what you believe will affect your reality and and i do and i think maybe that is how it works that you know that's how because some people will believe this some people will see the other and and two people will see two to- totally different things and then they'll go well how's that possible and then they'll start looking it up and start finding about that your what your thoughts shape your reality and maybe that's the point but hey what do i know well, it reminds me a little of dark side of the moon uh album cover with the prism so it's like light or consciousness is refracting through the prism of time space or whatever and like red is experiencing red and blue is blue and they're not wrong they're just different frequencies so they're all happening simultaneously. Uh, yeah, I guess the lesson of the game is to dream mindfully, consciously. Like, right? It's like the more unconscious you are, the more you'll suffer from from it, basically. And it's not about control, but maybe about influence. So you can influence more positively or more negatively. The less awareness you have, the more unconsciously you're influencing things and then the more aware you are the more consciously you're you're influencing things um any parting thoughts boggy or Raphael? i'll quickly say um focus on what you do want period 
and breathe in the chi, the positivity, the light, breathe out the char, the stress, the worry, what you no longer need, and you'll go far. Love, chi, and chen, boggy out. Soft disclosure all around. <laughs> Thank you, Sifu. Thank you, Jim. And thank you all for listening. Well then, catch y'all in the now. Enjoy yourselves. Radio Pokey, talk, 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 talk